So please tell me, what are the expectations like if you grow up as a girl in Bangladesh? She's a perfect girl if she can cook, if she can listen, if she doesn't voice any opinions of herself. But if she doesn't do any of these, she's not a nice girl. Hello, people of the world. My name is Dina and you're listening to The Other Side of the Story. Today we're going to talk about women's rights in Bangladesh. This is the first of three episodes about Bangladesh, so make sure to also check out the other ones. I also wanted to add that this is not the story of Bangladesh. This is the story of one woman from Bangladesh. So please try to listen to this episode with an open mind and try to understand how different cultures work. With that in mind, let's meet our wonderful guest. I'm here with my friend and speaker, Sherilyn. Would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. I am Sherilyn Faithful. I am 16 years old and I am from Bangladesh. Thank you so much for being here today with me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, before we start, I'd like to give you a little quick fact about Bangladesh. Bangladesh is located in South Asia and there live about 160 million people in Bangladesh. And Bangladesh is, has turned 50 this year, right? Yes. <laughs> so the golden year. The golden year. Now they're 50 years independent. And they used to be part of India and Pakistan and it is also one of the biggest exports of fast fashion in the world and you guys also suffer a lot from violence against women right um yes every single day so what yes. can i say <laughs> it is a real problem but let's talk about you my friend like do you have siblings how was it to grow up is a woman in your household i have siblings i have a little sister who is she's eight years younger than me but she's going growing up to be a fine woman and in my family it's mostly women so it's just my dad who is this lonely guy in the corner <laughs> being a man mm -hmm. doing his thing so we're like the queens of the house more like my mom is like the queen of the house. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> It's It was nice. My family, my family is amazing. I can go on and on about my family. Like I have such amazing understanding parents, especially my mom. Like she has supported me all throughout my life. She has never restricted me to do anything. And she's a feminist. She's definitely a feminist and I am definitely a feminist because of her. Well, that is a perfect start, right? <laughs> so yes. how were boys and girls raised differently is not a real question because you just have a sister, right? Or do you have I do have differences? cousins. Mm -hmm. There are differences. There are definitely differences. Because like there's, al there's always like good upbringing and bad upbringing. Mm -hmm. Like... You cannot always expect a girl to be like doing all the housework. But some girls I know are like raised like that. Like they're raised to become wives. 
which is very bad in my opinion the race to become wives of somebody else and i wasn't raised like that so i've seen that and for men some men are raised to become strong not in touch with their emotions and some men are raised to become just this one academic machine that has to do well in every single thing well in sports science become an engineer become a doctor get a good wife get a nice family carry out the family name so yes men are raised to be the head of the family and some women are raised to be the wives and the mother so when you say uh, she's raised to be a wife you mean like she's raised to do the household and the chores and children's work yes and like if she's a perfect girl if she can cook if she can listen if she doesn't voice any opinions of herself if she can take care of children if she doesn't have any ambitions of her own but if she doesn't do any of these she's not a nice girl and she might be called a little something that we all know about by the society and mm-hmm. people okay the I rebel there are the rebel girls just, just for wanting to study yeah exactly so i see like it's the very traditional way I'd say very right? traditional way. Okay. But it's getting better. It is getting better. I would like to think that. Yes. Like I love it that you had such a different experience, right? Yes, and I am thankful every single day about it. I'm so thankful for that. Yes, I can see that. I it's kind of the same for me. The women in my family were also the ones who called the shots, like my grandma <laughs> and everything. Like I can relate very much. <laughs> so Little girls are trained to be the moms and little boys yes. are trained to be the bosses for the future. How like how does that resolve in your community? In my community it's like I don't know like everybody is so like do this and do that like be the stereotypical version of your gender. If you do anything mm-hmm. outside of that you are rebelling which is not good. to them obviously if a man is very doing the simplest thing as wearing nail polish then he is gay and he's called slurs and he's an attention seeker and he's become feminine like it's such a bad thing to the society being feminine even for females being feminine is a bad thing but then again if you're not feminine Why are you trying to be the man? Why are you trying to wear the pants of the family? Yeah, oh my god. Like, you cannot do this, but then again, if you don't do this, you are bad. Sarjani <laughs> right there. Yeah, but I think we need to add that being gay is not just um an insult. People use being gay is literally illegal in Bangladesh. Yes. You could get killed. definitely hate crime and nobody will do anything about it. Yeah, but like do you get arrested for being gay or what does the government do? You can be gay, but you cannot like rub it in other people's faces. You have to be you have to do it this secretly. You cannot like voice political opinions about being gay. 
in Bangladesh. Like there was this man, I'm so sorry, I forgot his name. He published an article, like a magazine for queer people and he got murdered. He got murdered, which is so bad. Being gay is against every single religion, I think. And he got murdered by the extremists of their religion. Wow. So it's like if you are, then you're just screwed or you have to be like very hush-hush quiet about very hush-hush okay see so like i i always imagine like how is that supposed to feel like as a person you're just this is just your sexuality and like the whole your whole community is telling you no this is a sin even for like transgender people mm -hmm. it's so hard here but now they are thankfully getting jobs in garments um they're getting jobs in garments and many other places they are like a community is building off of them they're like they're getting stronger which was not the case just a few years ago they were getting hate crime they're still getting hate crime just for being themselves and they have to beg they cannot get any jobs and they have to beg they have to resort to begging they are declined healthcare a lot of times which is no. so bad This kind of breaks my heart. Like, this is just their identity. And, like, but you feel like that there is a change, right? You said, like, a few years ago it was worse. It was worse. It is getting so much better. Like, people are getting open minded towards trans people, like, transgenders. They are trying to understand, but they are not fully understanding. But they are trying. The effort is seen. Okay, I see. Yeah, I feel like we have a long way to go in that department as well, not just women's rights, also like the LGBTQ community and transgender people, especially. Like they are more often the victims of violence. Yes, definitely. Just for being themselves. Just for being themselves. You said it. You said it. Oh my God. Yes. Like, and what are like the general gender stereotypes in your country? Like, are women involved in politics? I know this already. <laughs> yeah, they are. It is it is a very like in your face kind of thing. But nobody really takes it seriously. Like our prime minister, she is a woman and she is so strong. She's so amazing. And like it is a very in your face type of thing. Like in a country where women are faced with so much violence, it is ruled by a woman. And you are still doing this to women. And do people like her? Yes, people do like her. Like Bangabandhu Sheikh Mujibur Rahman, her father, he's loved in the whole country. He's loved by everybody. And she's also loved by everybody dearly. Like this is so ironic, right? But I love yes. it. I did not know that. I feel like, but I love it that, and that people are actually are liking her because I feel like a lot of times when women are in politics, people look down on her or just like, would say like things like oh she just slapped her way up you know or like say some people comments. do look down on her they do look down on her so much and most of the times they don't even have a valid reason for their anger like why women why is she as a woman the prime minister of a country it's like that like not even a nice argument it's pisses me off so much it's just because she's a woman Yes, like, yes, she is not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. She cannot do everything just by herself. Like, she cannot give the whole country 
like everything at once like people are like she should give the country everything at once but if there were a male politician in her place right now people would have definitely appreciated him for the bare minimum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly and when she makes her when women make mistakes they then yes. people go ahead and they're like oh this is like women should not be in power at all you have no idea people go crazy the media goes crazy mm-hmm. whenever any woman in this country who are in the public eye makes a mistake an actress the prime minister herself a singer a dancer anything they just go crazy yeah because then people have a reason to give her hate right yes it's women she cannot do anything right your place is in the kitchen you should be a wife <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then these arguments come out right you have no idea how many times i've heard this like you know like shut up you're a girl like they say this in bangla tumi ekta me chup karo this means you're a girl shut up really this is like a, a yes. thing people say it's a thing and it's surprising because like like man you don't even know me and even in online games when i play games and they're in the voice chat and they're like i'm telling them like okay guys now we need to do this and this and this and then they're like girl shush oh my god you can find it in every corner am i right yes every single corner and even women are misogynistic towards each other right this is so weird to me how how women also make statements just to tear other women down i'm like what yes like there are so there was this one post going around like this one status update in facebook that like it's about makeup that you don't you wear makeup and i don't and thus i am better than you and everybody went ham on her like just because she wears makeup and you don't you don't you're not better than her you guys are equal you could both are women but now you are like lesser than her because she didn't tell you anything but you are telling her that she's lesser than you because she wears makeup yeah and you can see that also like when you we talk about body shaming like women yes. are so mean sometimes they're not oh my god it's my body how do you want me to be yeah it's not the goal that one is better than the other the, the goal is that you just accept it and like like also you can hear that from men like do you know like these comments like in german there's a saying it's just like oh just dogs play with bones oh and the like she doesn't have anything to grab on oh yeah to grab onto and like oh like and it also goes like the other way around like oh my god no like if she would sit down on my lap then i would just collapse or things like that like collapse, both yes. ways are so wrong what do you want me to be what are the beauty standards exactly you want to have something to grab on but you don't want me to break your bones if i sit on your lap yeah. you want me to have big eyes but you don't want my eyes to be so big that you get freaked out by them apparently <laughs> yeah and you want me to have like very thick hair on my head and very long lashes but like no hair at all at some other place at all yes body hair oof body hair arm hair like you can you don't want me to have any hair on my arm when your arm looks like the amazon forest <laughs> like previously <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just so sad because like this is also helping the industries, like the beauty industries. Like when women are not feeling pretty, then they buy more. So this is actually exactly what they're doing. Make women feel like they're not good enough or not perfect. So they buy more. They just profit off of insecurities of women. Yeah. And I feel like once you know that, then you're like, oh no. Like I, I do that to myself when I, when I'm like insecure and I'm like, you know what? Some white rich man is profiting from my insecurities, so yes. I'm not gonna do oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> and like the colorism is very bad in this country. When Tell me about it. Ma- majority of the people in this country is brown skinned, like I am. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a woman, you need to be fair skinned according to some people and some unachievable beauty standards. And there are bleaching creams sold in this country. Oh my God, yeah. I've read about this. They even changed their name. I'm not going to say the name. I don't want people coming after me. So like they changed the name to something very offending, to something less offending, but the product is still the same. The like they, they don't the say bleach cream they say like beauty cream or something beauty cream yeah okay it's like glow not white glow oh my god i actually did an instagram post about this because yeah my indian speaker jigyas in the first episode has also told me about the bleaching cream and like this whole industry so if you want to check that out Our Instagram account is called The Other Side of the Story Podcast. And I feel like this goes back a very long history into colonization. Because like why like why did people feel the urge to buy a bleaching cream? Yeah, because they were colonized by white people. Yes. And back in the day the most of the working women were dark-skinned and it was natural and they were staying out in the sun they were working all day and it was natural for them to have a tan to get their skin burned and they were seemed dirty like i have people telling me you are really pretty but your skin color should have been lighter what the fuck and then they they think of this as a compliment i don't know if i should if I should laugh or cry, I just stand there like, thanks. This is so for rude. your thoughts, and <laughs> even with like, physical like facial features, like ethnic features, like there are many indigenous people in Bangladesh, like many different groups, which is very nice, and they have sp- specific features, and they get hate for that. They get laughed at for their just distinctive features for their noses for their hair for their forehead for their skin color for their own language like i feel like you can also bring that back to colonization yes but now their own people are doing it because it's so deep already in there yes and it's so ironic it's scary right and it's very scary also it's very ironic because in europe and I know it's also a thing in the U.S. White people are are, are using tanning creams. Yes. 
And I, I'm like, what? Like, can we never be happy? Nobody is happy. And it always comes to women. Women are the ones that are tanning themselves. Yeah. To look like they have been to the beach and had fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, but it's it, it's weird because the motives are different, right? Because like for yeah. a white person who's tanned, it's like, oh yeah, you've been traveling. Exactly like you said, like you've been to the beach. But like yes. for darker skinned women, it's just like, oh, when you're more fair skinned then you're like pure, right? Is that what you yeah. said? Yes, exactly. Like if you have darker skin than usual and you are dirty, you yeah. have been in the mud all day. Yeah. And I'm like, what? This is just your skin color. It's just, I feel like it's also a thing for men, you know, like yes. it, it also applies to them. We can't say that, but just, I feel like it's even more prominent for women because women are supposed to be the prettier ones or always yeah. the presentable let's put it like the that men, the men are never like most of the men are never putting any like effort or any thoughts behind their appearance in this country mm-hmm. like if you ever visit Bangladesh you will see so many diverse pretty beautiful women in the streets there's God and then you see She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. But you will not see one man that is pretty. I will get hate for this, but yes. <laughs> Because they don't put effort into it? Yes. You have to put like effort into it. And like some men are like ridiculed for having basic hygiene, for applying Vaseline to their lips when it's cold. Mm-hmm. They're called slurs for it. They're called gay, feminine for taking care of their skin. Yeah. I have friends who are like, I have my best friend. He is like a very neat person. He likes to take care of himself a lot. So mm-hmm. he, does, he does skincare and like puts on chapstick like a normal human being and stays clean, dresses nice, like mm-hmm. a normal human being. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. he, and he gets hate for that. And he doesn't play any sports. And he gets hate for that. He likes to read. He gets hate for that. Yeah, because it's feminine, right? Because these Very are feminine. feminine. Yeah. Oh, he God. is my best friend, a female's best friend, and he gets hate for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, misogyny right there. Because if you were, if you were a guy, or he would just be like, I don't know, more into sports, but like the same guy, same guy, same personality. Like people would say, like, oh, it's all right. Like he's just a regular dude. Yeah, he's just a guy being guy mm-hmm. doing man things. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. They also say boys will be boys when it comes to violence, right? Yeah, oof, this this pisses me off so much. Like, boys will be boys, okay, but like you need to. You're human at first. Mm-hmm. Like, forget exactly. about your gender. Forget about your gender. You don't need to think of. A woman that you just violated, that you just harmed as your mother or your sister or anybody. Think of her as a woman. Like, think of her as a human. I'm sorry. Think of her as a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From a human point of view. This is, like, so bad. Yes, this is a huge topic in Bangladesh. And therefore, we're going to make an episode just about violence against women in Bangladesh. So definitely check that one out and stay tuned. But for now, let's go on. To wrap this up on a good note, um, 
if you had one message for women in Bangladesh, but also the world, what would your message be? Hmm. <laughs> Definitely don't care about what people think. And complete high school. It would help you a lot. And you can definitely, like, if you want to, you can definitely become a mother, even if you complete high school, regardless of what some people tell you in this society. And if you choose not to be a mother, then that is completely all right as well. And don't put other women down. Always uplift each other up. Yes. What what do you mean by that? I'm curious. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I understand 100. You can be a mother after high school. Is it like the normal age to be a mother in Bangladesh? No, it's like you know, most of the people are like, you're done with high school. You can choose to go to college, but maybe not. Like I'm talking about people um, below the poverty range. Yeah, yeah, like yes, below the poverty range, like they girls get married super young, so that the burden from their parents get lifted up of raising them. And some girls even dream of being mothers, and they are brought like they're ridiculed by the society. Oh, you don't have any dreams. You just want to become a wife. That's all. Most of your husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you cannot dream of anything if you dream of being this then it's a problem if you dream of being that that is an, also another problem yeah. so yes women empower women and do what you want if you want to be a mom be a mom right this was your message yes yes do not bring other women down while being a woman <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly well i thank you so much for thank being you. here with me it was a pleasure i learned so much it was really fun thank also thank you for having me <laughs> you're such a fun person i loved it i loved every single of being here and every single second of talking to you oh my god <laughs> thank you same if you liked the episode then you're very lucky because this is the first of three episodes about bangladesh and there is one coming about violence against women in bangladesh And one about fast fashion in Bangladesh and how that influences women's rights. So stay tuned. Definitely check these ones out. And yeah, let us know your thoughts on our Instagram account at the other side of the story podcast. See you next time. Bye.